Lockwood at breakfast on West FM, the best bits. How you doing? It's now time for the podcast. I hope you enjoy some of the best bits of the show this week. Billy here with Lady Bex. Good morning. Or uh, good uh, afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Or Whenever good, this is. Good evening or whatever you're listening to. What are you up to? If you're maybe listening to our dulcet tones <laughs> and you're thinking tonight... It's the weekend. What I need is some PG banter yep. to get me going through it. Mm. And you won't know how sick in my mouth it makes me to say <laughs> banter. Um, listen, we've had a lot of fun on the show this week talking about food a lot. Yeah, I think it's been a kind of hungry week for us. Yeah, I think it's because I'm, I'm sort of back on the uh, back of the wagon, really. Yeah, training yeah. and stuff. Trying to, yeah, tr- we're trying not to be really like unhealthy. Try not uh, to be. As I say, sitting here eating a muffin. <laughs> as you sit there, but that's not a regular thing. Somebody gave me the muffin. Well, you know, you know what one of the big problems is. Your man Gregsy, he's away to America next week. That's right. And I don't want to be. Everyone, oh, Gregsy's away. That'll be great for him. I don't. No. It'll be an extra stone in weight when you come back, so you can't go to America without putting on is tons it, of weight. Is where Orlando, the amount of walking around he's going to do. You know something? He's oh, that's a good point. He's in America, Sodom. That's He'll what have I a say. Great I time. hope he has a horrible time. <laughs> an absolute. Am I going you, to America? No, I'm not. Sodom. You are such Sodom. a grump. Sodom. You are such a grump. So, it's you want, do you want to go to Orlando? Yeah, not with you and this, this affair me, that you're having me, right here with your face. I would be a ray of sunshine. Oh, I'm sure you bloody I would. I would give you a backy onto the plane. <laughs> I, I went all the way there. I was like, oh, that's oh, quite a long time to sit in your back that would, <laughs> on the be, plane. That would be quite a boast <laughs> if I was going to do that. I will personally carry I, you to America. Don't you worry about it even for a second. <laughs> but a wee thing on the shoulders. <laughs> Off you go. Oh God, that would be a nightmare. Imagine I, somebody carrying you to America. So listen into the show next week because you can win a holiday to yeah, every day we're giving away holidays. How exciting. Oh, just ignore Billy. He's not off because he's not going. I can't go. Well, you just need to be happy for other folk then, no, don't I you? Don't, don't. He's working. He's going there and he's getting paid. Well, he's getting he's paid. Working. He's still got to do his show. Oh, That'll be right in the oh, middle of his day. What a Oh, well, you just need to work harder then. On the worst 10 o'clock shift. <laughs> You're a grump. I'm going back to eating my muffin. Enjoy your podcast. (laughs) Billy Kirkwood at breakfast on West FM. The best bits. Hi, Bex. This could be the most depressing thing we've ever done on the radio. Right. Ever wonder what age you'd be the most attractive to the opposite sex? Or perhaps another one when your brain power is at its biggest peak. Right. This is going to make you sad beyond belief. Oh, no. I'll let you have a guess. Learn a language. When you're when you're best to learn a language, yes. I bet that's when you're really young, so four. Oh, it's actually seven or eight. Oh, right, okay. When your brain power is at its max. Oh, 12. 18. 18. Bad news for grown-ups, 18-year-olds have the sharpest grey matter. I say to that, nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Uh, attractiveness? Um, 22. Ooh, you're very close, 23. 23. Oh, that's when a woman thinks she's on, um, well, anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, life satisfaction? Uh, life satisfaction I would go older I would say in their f- maybe 50s they're claiming 23 oh what do you know why you're going nothing worry about nothing worry about that's true that's true alright satisfied I don't know that's unfair actually I would say there's plenty of things to worry about when you're 23 yeah depends where your life is strength when you're your strongest yeah mm. now this is actually I know for 30? a fact I know for a fact this is nonsense right so okay. I'll tell you that I would say 30s it's 25 25. Apparently that's when your muscles reach their peak, but the question was strongest. Yeah, it's not how good are your muscles. Well, I suppose. That's not sure. Does that work? Settling down? 
when he's selling this will say like 19 or some nonsense this is the age when you're likely to meet the partner you'll settle down with and get married oh I don't know between 28 and 32 Uh, that's probably about right it's 26 well the funny thing is it's 26 (laughs) math skills Oh, mine's have always been terrible, so I think I'm probably my, my best at maths in primary school. <laughs> primary and school? I don't think they've gotten any better. If when not, you had the wee blocks. Works. When you had the wee blocks to count stuff out. Yeah. When you had the wee blocks. And, like an abacus. Oh, I'd, I'd put those things in my gob all the time. It's terrible. <laughs> 50. Oh, well, there's hope for me yet. Happiness with your body. I think that'll be in your 50s. 74. 74, get on you. Yeah, two thirds of people over 65 go, yes, when they look in the mirror. Get on them. And mental well-being. Fifties. Uh, it's seventy-four again. All right. So, so, you're, so, so oh well. Lots to look forward to. That's it. Forty-four years, and yep. I'll be right there. You'll be ready <laughs> to go ahead. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. West FM. Everyone has had issues, certainly with their dogs, their pets, and that type of thing. We've also had issues with our roommates. So imagine you were going to tell us just for a bit of fun a story about your pet, but you get to substitute the word roommate in there, right? So I've got a couple here that I've already been sent in. These are really, really good. This is Callum Wilson and Coburnie. This one straight out of the gate. My roommate, uh, <laughs> my roommate humped next door's roommate, and now they've got little roommates to give away. <laughs> So there's one, Jackie Henry from Trude, my roommate had a dead sparrow and my boyfriend's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a house meeting is what you need to these guys. I mean, I've got plenty about, I've got plenty about my roommate, yes. uh, but we'd love to hear about yours. It might must not your actual real roommate. It's just your dog. It's your dog. Let I'm, us know if we've done like something Kat funny. Just substitute the word roommate in there. We've got some really good ones sent in already. You've got a couple of them there, Bex? Got some here. So Vicky Wiley says, my roommate is frightened of his own farts. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. Not way. Uh, you got a couple more? Angela says, my roommate is forever stealing half of my bed and then slivers all over it. <laughs> you need to have words with your roommate, by the way. Check. Do you check the tenancy agreement one more time? That roommate is a nightmare. <laughs> and the last one from Stephen Miller. He says, my roommate sits drooling and staring at me while I eat. Not just wee drips, huge big silvery foamy strands of yuck accompanied by a mild whine and that horrible smacking noise they make with their lips. Well, I'll tell you what, if your roommate is not going to buy their share of the shopping, yeah. then they are just going to have to sit there and watch. Exactly. Got this great one here. This is from uh, Finley. He is in Presswick. He says, uh, his flatmate at the house cleaners flip-flops and had to go home with no shoes. So there we go. Oh. Uh... say that, that means you've got a cleaner. Get over yourself. Well, that's a good point, your, actually. Your flatmate can do what they want. All right, okay. <laughs> I've got one here saying, uh, my roommate spent Saturday night vomiting on my carpet after eating my favourite shoes. Lovely, lovely. Well, I've got this one here. <laughs> got this one here. My, uh, my flatmate had to run around the house with a black mouth to, for days after he ate my mascara. So that's a quite good one. And that's oh. by Janet Ray, and she is in Irvine. Cheers, Janet. It's quite a bad one as well, walking oh. around about my blue mouth. This one's uh, from Doogie and Drungan. He says, I used to live across the street from my gran's house. My roommate learned this fact and every day when I left to go to school, he would run to her house and get into bed with her. <laughs> that's, that's, but for the record as well, this is dogs. This right? is We're talking dogs, about this yeah. is not like uh, actual people's roommates. You can imagine that. Take this story be in the news. You can imagine that. Gran would have to go and answer the door and be like, oh, hello, son, and you come right, what, into bed? He can't open the door, he's a dog. 
I love that. That's a good point, actually. I never thought of that. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. West FM. Is there a Scottish problem that you think, a uniquely Scottish problem? Are you sick of the fact that Iron Brew has now had its recipe changed? Do you get stopped whenever you're down south and told to say the words burglar alarm? Still, I can't even Why? say that. Burglar. 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 I know I'm not entirely sure what I can say. Burglar. 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 Oh, making quiet. Just, you nearly say, oh, they will almost be a stushy. Oh, cause a Rami, so I will. Right, steady now, near Rami's at this time of day. <laughs> oh, listen, but we want to know, no, is there a uniquely Scottish problem? We'd love to know. Have you ever asked for a rolling sausage and to put it in a poke when you've been sitting in the middle of Liverpool and they've looked at you like your heat's button up the back? Everything about that was Scottish, right? Yeah. Everything about that phrase was Scottish. Yeah. All I need to do is play bagpipes in the corner. In fact, we'll get the bagpipes fired up and we'll let you know what some of yours are. Apparently, uh, one of the big uniquely Scottish problems that Alison Murdoch's in is not being able to say Carl. Yeah, because we go for Carol. All right, did I say it right or wrong? You then? said it right. Oh, good for me. Carl. Carl. Not Carol. Carol. Which would be Carol. C A R O L. Yes, not you, Auntie Carol. <laughs> the, c- Carol, Uncle Carol. Imagine you had an uncle <laughs> called Carol and an auntie called Carol. Carol. That would be Carol an absolute and nightmare. Carol. Just, oh, here they come, the Carols. Hard enough, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll, James Langfield says asking for a sausage roll down south and be given a roll in links. Oh, that's a good point, certainly. Uh, I like this one, Fiona Martin. Trying to explain the concept of plain bread. I nearly said plain bread <laughs> <laughs> just to enforce a habit, but that and plain is... bread's just like a mother's pride. Oh, that, totally. That's, right, okay. But what's the difference between that? And bread, like what everyone else would call bread. White bread. I See, we can't even do it because it's aye, white bread. White bread, but what is plain bread? Is it not like a pan loaf or something like that? It's got a I name, thought, I can't pa- remember I what it's called. Pan, I thought pan was the, the wee square ones. See, this oh, is a nightmare. Oh, this is a problem, I see. We can't even explain it up here. Uh, Heathery Martin says uh, midges. <laughs> Midges are a Scottish problem Yes they are Pauline Greenshields All the time spent Rearing haggis You know We do spend a lot of time Rearing the haggis It is an absolute nightmare I am out there Day and night And that's the thing Every Scottish person Every Scottish person Has to rear haggis That's it so, Don't even get me started on so It's Nancy a difficult Carol. thing to do Gail Inglis says The change in the Iron Brew recipe Oh, don't even get started, Gail. I just, I just didn't notice. Oh, no. I no. just didn't notice. <laughs> I just didn't notice. Wrong. Uh, and when you go on holiday, I like this one, Jed Dunlop, when you go on holiday and everyone thinks you're Irish. Aye, that's oh. a bit annoying, to be yep. honest. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. The best bits. Nobody might like this, but Papa John's announced back in January that they were going to be bringing Marmite and, Marmite and cheese scrolls to their menu. Oh, right. What's a scroll? Uh, it's, it's a twist. Oh, uh, no, right, okay. no, no, no. Uh, um, oh, what would you call them? The wee um, things at the end of the pizza where your crust would be like they're like little nuggets. No, no, no. no they're kind of like uh, little round things. What do you call? What do you call them? Oh, I can't like even a cinnamon think. twist. Yes, kind of like the swirl things. Yeah. Right, oh, so it's like that. Right, okay. But now they're saying they're developing a, a now they're developing a, a, crust, a stuffed crust with marmite in it. Hmm. Now this is the thing that gets me. Why would you want to develop something that only a best half of your customers are going to like? Yeah, that's not. There's not a lot of people that like marmite. I like a tiny little bit of marmite on toast, and I've only had it a couple of times. But, now, but it's got to be really thin because it's a really strong taste. So having a lot of that in a crust, like but, you would with cheese, is probably a bit much. But why marmite? 
Mm, I don't know. What? Why Marmite? Why do, why do you have couscous in there or something? Oh, God. No, well, that's an extreme. Don't fall out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Gravy. Gravy in your crust. That also doesn't sound <laughs> that good. That does not sound good. At all. No. all right, so that's why Marmite's got a oh, default Kinder Egg filled stuffed crust. Oh. Well, uh, you get uh, cheese filled and you get hot dog filled. I just hot dog filled. Yeah, hot hot dog filled crusts. I've never had one. It just it doesn't appeal to me. I didn't know that was a thing. Really? So like you okay. get a pizza with a hot dog on the side of it. Like you see where we where you would have a cheese stuffed crust oh, instead of having the cheese. Your food. You have a hot dog stuffed in the crust. Got one. What? What about a pizza with a tax gone base? Ooh, no stuffed oh, that's crust. And if you want to put something in the stuffed crust, blackburn. Ooh, it's like a breakfast pizza. I think of that. <gasps> there you go, Papa John's. The number is 01292 I'll get you hooked up. Although, realistically, I've just given away the idea. You have a wee bit, yeah. <laughs> Never mind, next time. Oh, well. I love the idea of that. I wonder if that's a thing you could actually do, like a, a Tyscon based pizza. On the base. It might, well, it might be good. <laughs> well, there is that, though. I've said that. I mean, that'll be great. It might not be. <laughs> Who knows? Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. West FN. What are the little things that can just put a little smile on your face? Because if these maybe can, then you're a robot officially. I think that's the, the way of looking at it. Here's a couple of examples. Uh, finding money when you go through your pockets you forgot was there. Oh, that's a good one. Especially paper money. Uh, yep. Which in these days is very easy to do. Yep. I don't know, uh, sitting through a box set of your favourite uplifting show like Friends or The Simpsons or something like that. Absolutely, it's uh, good for the soul. Uh, certainly, uh, the cold side of a pillow. Oh, I do like a. I used to hate a cold side. I'm on to the cold side now. Oh, good for you! Yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the cold side. <laughs> it's a remake of Star Wars here. Uh, let's see. Uh, hitting the snooze button and the knowledge that you still have a precious hour. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, well, that's something we don't get much these days. Not to be very honest. often. Uh, eating something that is ridiculously bad for you, guilt-free. Yeah, I ate two Big Macs. At- at the weekend I thought you were going to say today <laughs> yes it's save, them, save them for last night save them for last night it's like the guy at the garage along the road who does the subway thing it's a guy that listen I hope he's not listening he might be well I've done it now listen you go in at like five in the morning and there's the guy in the green t-shirt ready yep, at the subway ready thing. to go hello it's, huh. <laughs> and I'm are all, you working I'm always dying to go can I get a long marinara <laughs> at this time in the morning how, how far can I take this he's not there to judge he's just there to serve you well, some food so, well, maybe not the health sounds good to me maybe not the health you start today sorry what was that well, never, <laughs> never mind never mind just saying yeah fat what was that <laughs> yeah you don't want I don't want someone judgmental as you're getting your food first thing in the morning but listen what are the little things that left your spirits just little things to get us through the week can you give us a shout uh, I got a good one here from Paul Ellery from uh, Sulcoats he had said unbuckling that tight belt or unbuttoning that pair of one two small jeans once you get home from work bless so you can breathe again oh yeah that's good that's good Alison Filton from Kamarnik says my nephew even though he's a total terror I think everybody enjoys seeing little members of their family. Karen Elizabeth, she says her craft group keeps growing, which is really nice because oh, she's made nice, out nice friends for life and she's nearly finished her nursing degree. So well done, Karen. Good right. for you. Got a good one here. David Walker from Dragon. Fresh bed seat. Try that again. Fresh bed sheets. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm in the fresh bed seats. I didn't used to. I didn't used to like because I always find them quite hard. 
But mm. if you get a nice like fabric softener in there and everything's nice and clean, yep, I do. I do appreciate that. Welcome to Home Crafts with Beds. <laughs> Today we're talking about your sheets, how to make them nice and silky smooth. <laughs> right here on. Don't mm, make them too West silky FM. smooth because you just slide right out the oh, bed. Oh, that's right. Oh, I remember. Listen, this isn't even a joke. I remember my mum. They were like the final sheets. It's like we need to do a wash. We need to do a wash. Yeah, these orange nylon things, and I still remember. The worst night's sleep I think I've ever had in my life when these got put in the bed when I was a kid. Oh, really? Like, they were like, oh, no. I ha- it's I've- the orange sheets. <laughs> I bought satin sheets thinking it would be a good idea. Oh, yeah? And they were slidey. And I slid out the bed and actually ended up in hospital. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I slid out and fell Is into my head. Is that because you see them in the sexy movies and stuff like that and they go, satin sheets on the it's bed? It's just so. like they're going to be luxurious. Oh, they're going to be amazing. It was a great idea. And I was wearing like satiny jammies as well. So it was just like satin on satin. Boom! It's right like out water, the end of the bed. It's like waterbeds, isn't it? It's just oh, like, I've never been the waterbeds. You're, you're either going to be sick or pee the bed. There's only <laughs> one thing that's going to happen. Oh, it turns out I've got seasickness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's like being on the Kilmack Ferry. <laughs> Diane McLaughlin from Kelly. She, and it's, that's quite a good one. Tight hugs that are almost dislocate you almost dislocate your back from someone you love. Tight hugs. Tight hugs. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm like not a fan good. of painful hugs. I like a good hug. I like a good hug, don't give me a Strong wrong. hug, and but not a sore hug. And if, I, and if I don't give you a hug, chances are I think you're creepy. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, another good one instead of by Bowen Bennett from New Farm. She said, scratching that itch that's been bugging you for ages. Oh, that's the best feeling. You don't need to just do that in the middle. You can do that whenever you want. That's true. Vicky Houston um, from Golson, she says, when my three-year-old daughter asks me if I want to come and play, it makes me really happy. That's lovely. Vicky. That is a good one as well. And this final one has been sent in, and this has been sent in by Jennifer Gray. And she says, when you feel stressed and your cat curls up in your stomach until the knot goes away. So oh, that's a good one. That's lovely. That's my cat. That's me missing my cats again now. Yep. Oh, there we go. You know, whenever I'm done, I'm going to buy myself a PlayStation or a cat. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's how it works. Yes, yo. West FM. All right, now, this is one where we ask Bex. It's always her opinions on what's going on. Bex can put the world to rights within 10 minutes. Okay. If she's print chance. Let me ask you this, right? So, um, a woman whose brother is getting married yes. invites her children, who yes. age 10, to the wedding. Okay. And then, when the wedding list gets too big, uninvites all the children, including his nieces. What? So, basically, brother's getting married, no kids. They're 10 and very sensible, so now he says, no kids. They were very, very excited about going to their uncle's wedding, but now uh, everyone has said, no, that's it, no kids. And no kids at all, you can't come. Wow. So what is your thoughts on this? Because I've got to say, I think this guy is a complete roaster. Yeah, yeah. To be completely honest. Unacceptable. I don't think that's fair at all. I understand people going like sandals holidays and stuff, like places that don't don't want children. If you don't want children at your wedding, fine, that is your choice. There's nothing wrong with that. My my parents are like, listen, having kids, right, having kids under a certain age is like having having a blender without a lid. Sure. It's very messy. You don't know how it's going to go. People understand that. So they don't always want children everywhere. That's fine. There's no problem with that. But you've already invited them. You've already invited them, got them excited. So I think. Think you can't, if, if he's uninviting them, he has to uninvite those kids personally. That's not mum and dad's job. That's not fair. And I would actually say they are your nieces. Like yeah, he has no kids of their own. It's like family. are there any other kids in the family? Like I mean, in the immediate family. Yeah. If it's if, yeah, I think that's really unfair. And they're ten. They're not tots. They're not going to be running about screaming. 
you know that I think that's nonsense I think he is a bad person don't get me wrong I get it if you don't have kids you listen to this I wish I could uninvite kids to my lunch right (laughs) (laughs) it's just adults only things are fine adults need adult time where did you get that leave that alone stop crying whose pants are these but you can't uninvite them once you've un Oh, if you're going to invite them, you need to do it. You need to step up and be that that person and and do it and not leave that to mum or dad because it's not their although, fault. I will say to this mum, you know the one place she should never have asked this question was mum's net because uh, I am obsessed with mum's net. Oh yeah, I read it regularly and I don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, what I like is the last game of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> some things that maybe go. Oh, it gives me the book. It gives me the book. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. West FM. I've been looking over the celebrity lookalikes. It's like because a friend of mine actually hired a lookalike, a Brian Adams lookalike tribute act called Ryan Adams. I'm not even making that up. Wow. Up turns Ryan Adams and he goes, oh, dude, uh, is he going to do the song for Robin Hood? Course he is. Course he is. Course right? he is. But I had a look at the celebrity site. Some of them are actually quite good. Some, Some of them are bad. You got to be like yourself. Some of them are positively honking. They're Awful. just not even close. Some of them it literally looks like, well, you kind of look, you dress a wee bit like them. I mean, I could get a job in this looking like a fat John Snow. There was any day a of the lot week. of a lot of bald guys wearing glasses, saying they looked like Harry, <laughs> Harry Hill. Hill. There you go. And then the mm. same bald guy with no glasses on. Look at that, Grant Mitchell. <laughs> Well, yeah. And then he puts the glasses back on again and he puts on a white smock. It's your man from MasterChef. And it's like, <laughs> come on. So if this is the way it is, how easy would it be for our bags to get a job in this? That's what I want to know. Who could we get you looking at? I mean, you're a good looking lady. you got glasses. you got short hair-ish. Short-ish, yeah. So super at a rapid rate, apparently. Sir P- Superkins. Apparently. Tina Fey, she wears glasses. She's not blonde, though. No, Tina Fey's not blonde. Is she not? No, she's... Uh, oh, I can never remember. Oh, I remember what Tina Fey's like. Uh, let's see, short hair glasses. Harry Potter? Yep, I can be Harry Jacob Potter. Jacob rees the hallway. I would punch him. I'd have to get you a wee suit. <laughs> a wee suit and a constant snarl across your face. But you can be... So there's loads. So yeah. listen, I, I think Options. we're going to get you a gig on one of these lookalikes. Oh, good. I think that's a big plan. Okay, that sounds that sounds Congratulations, we've got extra money at the weekend. Cool, yeah. I do look a lot like uh, people I know, apparently. I always get confused for other people I know, but that doesn't really work for a lookalike, does it? No, it doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, no today, I'm uh, uh, Christopher Davidson, who's that? Oh, he's my next-door neighbour, <laughs> where I used to <laughs> it's live. kind of how it is. <laughs> we could get jobs as lookalikes on this site. Sure. Make some money. Just yes. imagine that. Especially Bex, because Bex looks like so many folk, right? Now, what I did was... As I put this up on the Billy Coward and Breakfast Facebook page, they very rarely let me use the social media here because I'm a bit, <laughs> bit trolly on social media. Uh, I think that I was worried, like, what if, he th- what if he says a bad word or something like that? Could happen. Could happen. But it could it, happen. It would never happen. It would never happen. But this is it. I put it up on social media. Now, people are slightly misunderstood because I have given a suggestion of names, right, that you okay. could be. You could be Sue Perkins. Okay. You could be Tina Fey. Yep. You could be Daniel Radcliffe. I could. Or it's Bex, right? And I put this picture up and it says, Bex, question mark, Bex, 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 Bex. People are slightly misunderstood and all the comments are telling me which one of the four pictures that are on there is you. It's me. <laughs> now, the thing is, just so you know, I know what Bex looks like. I am number four. I'm pretty sure. With a real, Not the best of pictures, to be honest. With the but... real Bex. Please stand forward. <laughs> and the thing is, people have felt like they need to tell me that despite the fact one of them is a 12-year-old boy <laughs> dressed as a wizard. No. It wouldn't be the first time I've dressed like Harry Potter. <laughs> That's but it true. might be the last. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's like, I, I know that. I know they're not Bex. <laughs> I know what Bex looks Just like. Just in case you're confused. But do you know the thing is, 
Right. See, she's going to put glasses on somebody. They're like, here, you look like... Aye, true enough. True enough. I don't get that, though. I don't, I don't, if I put glasses on... But you I don't, don't wear glasses I, all the I time. I don't look like anyone. No, I keep taking them off. If you wear them all the time, people go... People have this lovely thing of going, here, can I try on your glasses? Do you your glasses, mate? You're like, you do understand it takes away my sight. <laughs> I can't see. And then they put on the glasses and they go, how do I look? It's like, I have or no you idea. Go, you have no idea. I can't see you. They go, oh, you can't see. You're blind. That's why I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, and why would you look in a mirror <laughs> with someone else's glasses? You can't, you can't even see, see the reflection. I can't see it. This whole exercise is pointless. Someone else has actually sent a picture of uh, another picture of you, Bex, which yes. is exciting. But it is actually a picture of the actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt from uh, Third Drug from the Sun. Oh, I so, like him. Yes, but again... Still not me. That is definitely not you. That it's is... funny how many people will send in a male picture because I've got short hair. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of pictures uh, as well, including although I, one of Justin Timberlake is wearing a flat cap. Ooh, and I'll take that. It's literally looking nothing like you. <laughs> as long as I don't have those blonde noodles that you used to have for hair. Wow, What's remember them? So I do remember the blonde, blonde noodles. <laughs> listen, it makes me that makes me fancy a blonde noodle right now. You know, mm, fellas. Yep. Uh, listen, you can go and check them out on the Billy Cameron Breakfast Facebook page. <laughs> so just had another one sent in. It's not a celeb with glasses, so it must be like Bex. Yep, short hair, definitely there. Uh-huh. Striking features, definitely there. It's Idris Alba, just for the records. <laughs> Just for the record, definitely not Bex. I, would, I, I can't even remember how Idris Elba talks. Is it, he Cockney? It's kind of Cockney, although if someone hires an Idris Elba lookalike and you tug up... I'll take him. I would... Oh. That's a hidden camera show <laughs> waiting to happen. Something's wrong. Listen, look Something's at, wrong. Lookalikes that are no lookalikes. He is the biggest, musliest man <laughs> in the world. That is unfortunately not me. And now here's Bex. Hiya! Hello! Your camp pal. Let's go! West FN. If you're thinking about hitting the fest, well, here's one to consider for you because this June Cat Fest, a full-on fledged festival dedicated to cats, is going to be arriving right here in the UK. And what it's going to be is a selection of 50 exhibitors, feature films, live music, book, art, cocktails, all cat themes, of course, uh, and there will even be celebrities there, like such as Street Cat Bob or Feline Model Cat Starina. Um. What? Do you not know who these people are? I'm, I'm lost. Oh, these cats are. Well, basically, they're having a giant cat themed festival. That sounds nice. I don't know if it is. And that, no, well, in, all, in all fairness, all the money goes to a good cause. Right? That's great. It's just the fact that they're saying that there's going to be music, book, art, cult. How do cats feel about music and books and art? I don't think cats care, to no, be honest. Me neither. I don't think, maybe, you know, if you really want to get a reaction, really want to make an impact when you head to the festival, take a dog, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, probably best not Cos- to do that. Cosplay as a, as a Yorkshire Terrier oh, or something. Oh, that would be funny. That would be funny. Oh, Just I'm in the wrong place. Oh, no. Oh, these cats. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was dog festival. That's next month, you idiot. I'm in the wrong place. That's next month. There's all these lazy cats just lying around the place. Do you know, that might be quite a nice wee day out with the family, though. Go and look uh, at some cats. Uh, it's a terrible idea. Like, it's one of the worst ideas ever. Just all these cats marking their territory. You maybe really need to like cats. Uh, well, have you, have you ever been to that purple cat cafe up no. in Glasgow? Don't. I don't, don't. I don't feel the need to go and... Well, don't. If you know somebody with cats, you can go to their house and just pet their cats. First of all, they don't like you. You're not allowed to stroke a cat, so I don't see the point of there being a cat kicking about. Also, I don't like my cat in my kitchen. Oh. So, you know what I mean? You're not you're allowed not, to, Wait, you're, you're not you're, allowed to pet the cats in not, the cat you're cafe? Not to, you're not allowed to pet the cats. What are you supposed to do with them then? You're not allowed. You're just meant to look at them, I guess. Not, These wee cats just sort of... 
tumbling over tables, and one of them like licked stuff off my plate. So technically, I got robbed by a cat. He did. He definitely did. Don't touch the cat, sir. I'm just, I was just moving the cat, sir. Don't touch the cat. Then they charge you thirty pound for the privilege. Nah, I think you've been robbed. I don't think that was a cat cafe. I think you might have walked into somebody's <laughs> house by accident. Is this Nando's? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you get away from my dinner table and stop touching my cats? Never come to think of it. Never come to think of it. Maybe. <laughs> just imagine that you just marched into someone's house. <laughs> I might well just sit here then. Uh, I have done that by accident. You have not. I have. What, and sat down at a dinner table and that type of thing? Yeah. You have not. I have. Then yeah. in Canada, we were looking at houses that had just been built and didn't realise somebody had moved in. They were all show homes, didn't realise somebody had moved into one of the homes. And me and my mum and my auntie just walked in, we were wandering around. We're like, this is a lovely house, isn't it? And these Canadians are like, yeah. Our house, we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't believe we invaded a house. <laughs> I know, felt terrible. They were lovely though. They invited us for tea and things, but <laughs> you're lucky declined. it was Canada. Hen. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, I I'm, know. Imagine that being Mockland or something or America. Davy, <laughs> we didn't bother if it was America. Davy, get the chip. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast. West FN. Right, I've got some house guests coming on the weekend. They're not listening. They're just going to have to deal with it. I'm not happy about it. Okay. Here's, here's the thing: because when they stayed before, it's some weird stuff. Right, because the oh thing is, like, I've stayed in Airbnbs, and I am like the. You should read my reviews on Airbnb. Okay, it's like, great guy. Barely see. I just keep myself to myself. I've turned up on one towels. Right, I've turned up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking yep. a pillow. I'm not sure. taking a pillow from mm-hmm. a house. I am. Um, makes does that make me sound weird? That makes me sound weird, doesn't it? No, I think your pillow is something that makes you. It gets you like back into your sleep, you're so I think it's com- fine. Com- I take back to my pillow on holiday. I will take it you're com- certain places. You're completely weirded out. You're no, completely weirded out. No, I think I think it's a normal thing to do to take your pillow. Taking your own towels, though, I think that is a little bit weird. I don't do that. Okay, I don't do that. But if I turn up with these knee towels, I will go and buy a towel rather, oh, yeah. rather than ask for a towel. I think. Oh right, okay, that is weird. Well, I don't, well, no, I don't want to hand it back. And go, Here's my minging towel. Oh, the very best. That's what the washing machines do- for, though. But it's not a hotel. It's an Airbnb, right? So it's the same. Just a bit weird. Although the last one I stayed at, there was a bar of chocolate on the. Uh, Aww. Yeah, a wee bar of chocolate. There's a wee bar of chocolate for you. Hope That's you like, nice. Oh, you like dime? And it's like, I do not, but I'll eat it anyway. I've not seen a dime in years. Well, it was it was cabbies with like dime in it. Oh, cool. But this is the thing, right? Everyone has had a, ha- a flatmate that stayed. What's the weirdest thing they've ever done? Because everyone's got their own little things which they think is absolutely fine for everyday stuff. But when you put it under a microscope, it's like, oh no. That's a weird thing to I do. I'm a proper weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'd love to know uh, what some of the things is a weirdest thing a house guest has done in your house. There has been so many sent in. I think we can all agree that as a collective... We're all weirdos, there's no two ways about it. Oh yeah, we all do a little funny something now and then. I mean, there's like that thing you do that's really weird and everyone in the building talks about it. Oh yeah. You know, we don't talk about it on air. No. But uh, this is the thing, a whole bunch of suggestions in and a lot of these I can't even tell you on air. Yeah, if you want a giggle, go over to the Facebook and have a read. Yeah, uh, some of these are like, well, these are X-rated, some of these. (laughs) There's no two ways ways about it. Uh, I've got one here, uh, Susanna C, I think I'm saying that right. She uh, she peed in her parents' wicker paper basket in her bedroom. Oh, no. I would suggest that that's just not something you do. I would suggest that's an unusual event, maybe at the end of a night out. Maybe. Carrie Murdoch says, I'll not say her friend's name, her friend came to our house with three toilet rolls, half a tub of celebration, a bottle of sherry and a bottle of port that she'd won in a raffle 
and then drank her vodka. <laughs> not great, not great. Uh, I've got one here, Dorothy McGee. Friends from Barnsley were visiting uh, after a day at the beach. Their car arrived uh, back at our house. First of without thinking, he brought out his own house keys and opened the door and walked in. <gasps> we couldn't believe that his keys opened the door. Oh my goodness. That is... That's a bit of a weird one. That's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Uh, Julie McDonald says they just raid the cupboard for food. Fair enough. Alexis Murphy says her friend turned all the pictures on the wall upside down because she knew her husband would have to have them perfectly straight and she was chucked out after that. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's got a habit of going to another person's house and going into a room that nobody's in and taking their light bulb. You see, that's just messing with people. <laughs> that's, that's just messing with people. It's funny until it's you and you're like, oh, that's like when someone rings, been here. When someone rings your house or a wrong phone number and they go... Um, how you doing? Is uh, David there? And I go, no. Is Julie there? No. Well, the search continues. Good luck to you. And hang up the phone. That's what to do. Or my personal favourite is when I see a lift door closing, I like to run towards it with a giant sign that says out of order. <laughs> you might think no. it's funny. You might think it's funny. The people at the hospital called it urban terrorism. We're all weirdos. I think every one of us individually, there's going to be someone there going, oh, I, I, I'm not a weirdo. I don't do anything weird. No. See, by saying that, it's definitely you. Yeah. It's definitely you. Somebody always does something a bit funny in your house. Yeah, definitely. And we want to know what it is. Uh, Ali Bally sent one in. Uh, not that Ali Bally, another Ali Bally. Uh, not Ali Bally that used to be on the... I've got to stop saying Ali Bally. I think yeah, I'm please do. Ali Bally, Ali Bally. I'm just saying. We don't if, need a song. If, if you lived in my house, you would never hear the end of that. Singing a song. No. Just saying, right? No. Well, I'll, just, I'll finish off the story from well, Miss wh- Bally. What did Miss Bally say? Uh, my friend put lipstick on and kissed every part of my mirror <laughs> and walled <laughs> my toilet. That's funny. That's commitment. That's also a nightmare to clean off because lipstick's really like oily. I don't know how you would get that off, but that's funny, Ali Bally. <laughs> well done. It's like one of those. Uh, it's like one of those two-hour makeover TV shows. <laughs> I got two hours. Oh, I didn't buy pen. <laughs> Quick, guess the walls. <laughs> got one here from Stephen Graham. He said, "My boss, my old boss, on the night before his wedding, him and a group of friends went for some drinks before falling asleep at his house. Yes, they awoke in the middle of the night with his brother yelling. Oh." his friend had got up in the middle of the night half asleep walked to where the bathroom would be in his own house oh no and didn't put on the light and just began to pee why would you do that straight onto his ex-boss's brother's head (laughs) (laughs) now what a way to wake up being peed on in the head no (laughs) listen why would you do that because things happen when you're drunk and you just think I'm at home I don't know where the toilet is I don't need to put on the light and wake everybody up (sighs) yep all been there. <laughs> I've not really. It's even but. worse if you're a woman if you think about it. Well, do you know, to be honest, the other night I did wake up thinking that oh, no, I was no. like peeing myself. <laughs> and uh, it was just a dream. I had that dream that I was peeing myself and I woke up. I was like, oh, I've peed myself. And then I, I didn't. I just went to the bathroom. My boyfriend's like, are you okay? I was like, I thought I'd pee oh, myself. I'm all right. I we've, have not. We've all had one of those dreams. Oh, they're peeing. horrible. <laughs> you think you're we've peeing. We've all had one of those dreams. And yep. then you wake up, you're actually peeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be like me. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up your other half and go, Hi, I think you've been the best. Always helps get you out. Go commit to it. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast on West FM. The best bits. All right, I've chilled up. Yay. I guess so. That was a good podcast. Enjoyed that. Good, I'm glad you had fun. Well, I mean, I didn't hear it, of course. I just assumed it was a good week. Um, it was a good week. And it was fun. I mean, even though Greg's won't be here next week. He will not. He will be, well, he will be here. It'll just be in Florida. <sighs> I'm going to hide his passport I think it's a bit late He might already be away Is he? I think he might be It's not fun <laughs> <laughs> It's not fun Yeah 
plan's been foiled. All right, I'm going to go in and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to wreck things in his wee studio. That's what I'm going to do. Well, you'll just be in bother then. Same as you. <laughs> do you believe me? I'm an upstanding member of the community. I right. <laughs> Just because you stand up doesn't mean you're not a standing member of the community. <laughs> like I'm fighting if I put my thumbs under my ribs like this. People know there's an upstanding member of the community. Uh, all right, we're going to get out here. Um, I hope you have, have a great weekend. Enjoy the podcast wherever you listen to it. Do you want to hear something terrible? No. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast on West FM. Who is? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and at westfm.co.uk. Who is she? I have no idea who, who she that is. that woman? But that sounded like an 0898 number. <laughs> Radio presenters, you want to know better. <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't. Phone and this number right now. Yeah. We are ready for your call. That's no, 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 no. No, no, it's definitely not. I'm that's say, a certain time of night call. That's a certain time of night call. That's a garden call. That's what that is. A, a pardon? It's a call you have in the garden. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sure. Not exactly sure what that means. <laughs> All right, we're out here. Bye. Bye. Billy Kirkwood at breakfast on West FM. Weekdays from 6. westfm.co.uk.